Good afternoon. Welcome to Business Buzz. I'm Harold Littlejohn, CPA. I'm enjoying a nice Chico summer afternoon. I'm in the KKX studios with a very special guest. If you've been listening to Business Buzz for a while, you've probably heard him before. He's a master of many businesses. And I don't even know what he's doing lately, so I'm going to have to I'm going to have to ask him a few questions and he'll have to fill us all in at the same time. So my guest today is Mr. Scott Hubbard. We're going to talk Chico and Northern California business and find out what he's been up to and how the business climate is for his type of business. So, Scott, how are you? I don't know. <laughs> how do you feel? I'm pretty oblivious most of the time. So, you know, I've as I've gotten older, 50 years old now, I find that I don't have good or bad days anymore. I just have days and I try and get through them. You know, try and get through with my knees not hurting, with, you know, just right. the daily nonsense. But yeah. other than that, how are you? I'm doing good. I've been super busy. I did get one good piece of advice about that type of thing. Uh, this was from uh, one of my clients who has a lot of business going on, and he said, Every day you just try to have a good day, and then you plan on having a good week, but you don't plan further than the week. In other words, you don't start daydreaming about six months from now. That week must be really nice, because every day I woke up knowing full well that somewhere on this planet, there's a fire that I'm going to have to put out. (laughs) It's going to be in SAC, it's going to be in Redding, it's going to be in Oroville. You know, there's going to be a dead body in a bathroom, or there's going to be an employee run over by a car, or there's going to be, you know, an irate customer. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. And so I'm going to be the one who's going to have to deal with it. Right. Every single day. And my days are the same way in a different way. Today was another great example. (laughs) I get to work ready to do a stack of income taxes and a couple of IRS letters that are fairly urgent come up and I... I have to spend a little time with those. So the bottom line is um, I need to start working early in the morning, which I'm going to do. But. Or late at night. No, the I late at night doesn't work for you me. You used to work at like 2 o'clock in the morning. It was the only time I knew I absolutely could get a hold of you as I would call your office at 2. Because <laughs> yeah. you, you knew I'd be there. And I knew you'd If be it was there. March, March yeah. and April, yeah. You know, and I actually yeah. swung by your office at 2 o'clock in the morning last week just to see how you were doing and <laughs> catch up. And- I did do a few late nights uh, the other night. I, I had a job that I had to finish by Friday. I drove home from Reading at 11.30. I stopped at the office and got the work done till 4.30. Uh, thank this. God I did that, though. Oh, yeah. Because I wouldn't have got it done in the daytime. It's, it's amazing. You start your day, you think, okay, I got all this work to do. It's piece of cake i'll just hammer it out and the next you know it's three four five o'clock in the afternoon and it didn't get done and it didn't get done you're thinking well shoot yeah and you know and you just think well i'll tackle it tomorrow same story i know it's crazy so what's new in the hubbard world uh are we still operating gas stations food trucks food (laughs) trucks is that the latest venture that is our latest venture we actually um we have some concerts coming up at oh. our restaurant. Now, which restaurant is this? The Rock Sacramento? Rock at, right. at Cal Expo in Sacramento. Oh, great. Who's playing? Well, uh, Puddle of Mud. Oh, nice. Um, 
Dawkin? Yes, Dawkin. You got to be old to remember. I Dawkin. remember the. I don't remember the songs, but I remember the name it's of the band. Dawkin. Yeah, and you know now they're like late sixties. They live in Beverly Hills in the garden. You know, right. these are yeah. these hardcore in, in high security, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, nowadays right. it's and their bodyguards carry. God, they don't have bodyguards. No one's gunning for a sixty-year-old '80s musician. They're just not. Speaking of that, I actually did see a couple weeks ago at the Fire Mountain, Brett Michaels. Who the? He's from Poison. Oh, and he was good. He was oh, ama- he I was am, surprisingly good. <laughs> I am envious on that one. one. One of my wife's friends is a tribal member, so technically an owner. So they invited us to go, and can't say no to a free ticket. Yeah, can't. Well, I don't know. I got free tickets to the ta- uh, tattoo expo when I was twenty one years old, twenty two. I'm kind of wishing I hadn't gone there. It wasn't I showed up. It wasn't exactly my cup of tea. No. I just I learned then and there that just because something is free, right. don't don't get it. So the concerts, are they like Saturday afternoon, evening? What's we were the deal? Planning three days of concerts, January like first, second and third. And then you mean July? Was, yep. And then there was a scheduling conflict and with uh, two of them. Because uh, the third one was David David Cook, who was on American yeah, Idol. Yeah, he was one of those winners, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, back when American Idol, you know, meant, actually meant, meant, something. meant something. Right. And so I think David Cook and um, Puddle Mudd, they got a, a conflict. And so they said, listen, we're going to have to reschedule till September. Oh, okay. So do you have one coming up in July? We do. Uh, Doc and said, hey, you know, hey, we got we're available. Yeah, we got nothing better. <laughs> we'll to play do. all three days. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I can't talk smack about my restaurant. You know, I love my restaurant. But gosh, you know, we, it's, you know, we had Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie, of course, now goes by the name of Darius Rucker. Right. So we get good, we get good bands. Was it the Blowfish band or just Darius? No, it was Darius. Darius yeah. decided. He's like a country singer now. Yeah, and he yeah. decided he didn't need he didn't need a um, the Blowfish. Right. So he he said, "My name's Darius. I'm not going by Hootie anymore." So he played there. Yeah, he oh. just showed up. Oh yeah, and we have a when we do our tickets. How many seats do you have? Uh, we can seat, according to the fire marshal, about 4,000 people. Wow. But we get like, we only get like 1,200 because it's not a traditional venue. Right. And so um, I'm literally as close to Darius as I'm sitting to you. It's just that close. And right. I had family, I had some friends who I knew loved country music. They were losing their minds. Right. Some of them pro- might even be listening to this right, right. now. And so it was a lot of fun. And as venues go, we're a fantastic venue. I mean, it's, it's you know, we have a fantastic um, restaurant. We have the miniature golf courses. We have the batting cages, the go-karts as soon as we get the insurance. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, 10 acres. And it's, it's just a great place to spend an afternoon or a concert with your family. Now, what time of day was the Darius concert? Was it oh, the evening? evening? Oh, right. it was so nice because we're right next to Delta, and so you get that Delta breeze. Right. So everywhere else in, in Sacramento, it's 110, and we're like 70. Right. But so we need, um, for these concerts, outside, we want to get food trucks to, right, put to, up, to, to sell them. And right. they, they do remarkably well. 
But then you uh, have to figure out what you're going to do with the food trucks for the rest of the 360 days you're not using them. Right. And so we were thinking about we have this vacant lot in Oroville across the street from uh, Home Depot. Right. And we thought, shoot, we'll just stick them right there. Four right. food trucks next to a Home Depot, one of them selling alcohol. Oh, yeah, because nothing says hardworking Food trucks can sell alcohol? They can if you get a license. Uh-huh. You know? I didn't know that. Nothing says food truck like nail guns and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so you were going, you were considering a restaurant, I know, on that lot near Home Depot, but did that just not work out yet? Oh, or We're still considering it. I mean, we have so many irons in the fire. It's just right. hard to keep them. We're... we're Working on a billboard next to Highway 70. We're right. looking at a, um, we have this beautiful lot in Chico that um, we need to do something with it because if we don't do something with it, the homeless are going to live there. And I noticed, uh, I was downtown uh, Sunday and I noticed your phone number on the Ellis, Ellis. Art building. Yeah, I like that so too. So huh? where did that, I remember we talked about it before. What was the plan for that building and what's going on? It's gone through several plans. Here's, Okay, this is, this is actually, if you're listening right now, and, you know, odds are you're not. <laughs> if you ever have a chance to buy a historic building, and I'm not even making this up, the Chico Heritage Association or the Heritage Association in any city that you are interested in buying that building is worth its weight in gold. And for the life of me, I wish I had known this before I bought it. Here's why. Back in the 1940s, Forties. This building is 130 years old. I was, was just going to ask that. It was three. I mean, the Gothic House. Everyone knows the Gothic House. We fixed up, which was 137. So it's like basically seven years younger than that. And that house was ancient. We um, we're finding square nails in it. It was, um, you know, there was John Bidwell's office and general store, and then there was the our building. So this is like. Deep, deep roots in Chico. Was his general store the Trace Hombres building? It was. That's right what next I thought. Door. And yeah. so we had a, um, there was a fire in our store, in our building, the Ellis Art building, back in the 1940s, 30s or 40s, which if we had gone to the Chico Heritage Association sooner rather than later, we would have discovered because it was in the newspapers that they have. But we were uh, remodeling the place and we're tearing out the sheetrock. And all of a sudden, we're seeing burnt beams and and scorched, um, right? Like burned burnt. wood. Yeah. Right. But you know, it's it's not a health and it's not a health and safety thing because the fire took place like eighty years ago. Right. So it's still rock solid, but it's something that we could have known about and prepared for better. Right. If we had the resources, and that's where the Chico Heritage Association comes in, because it wasn't until I went to. Um, one of the members, Liz, uh, Liz Stewart. You know, I'm giving a shout out to you, Liz. You owe me. She actually did some legwork and found uh, found the clippings of the fire. And had we known that before, we could have prepared better. But right now, we're in the process of stripping down all the stripping everything out and just getting it to its bare bones. And it is beautiful. Does it have the uh, metal ceiling ornate stuff like no, some of those it's old brick. ones? It's brick. brick. The and ceilings it's, are brick? I No, the brick's got like lumber that's that's bigger than our heads. But it doesn't have those metal plate ceilings no, that I've seen. No, 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 no. It's, uh, 
No, it's just wood. So what was that building before it was Ellis? Because when I came in the se- when I was here in the seventies to go to school, I believe it was Ellis at that time. For a hundred years, it was a uh, dry goods store. Right. Like it opened in the nineteen thirties as a or excuse me eighteen sixties as a dry goods store. Right. And it's been a dry goods store <laughs> ever since. That's amazing. Yeah, I know, right? And it's just. You could see where they did things, where they built things, where they added on. And right, they, like and drawers and Just attachments. cubbies in the whole Doors. You know, doors that go to nowhere that they just sealed up. And right. a basement. Oh, yeah. Which my uh, which is just straight out of Silence of the Lambs. It is, it is fantastic. You go down there, and there's dirt that's turned red just because of the oxida- oxidation. Now, and, is it true there's a tunnel system under the downtown? Okay. Now that we're into the conspiracy That's portion. Like, yeah, I was wondering when the conspiracy yeah, right. would crack yeah. open. Is this really the only one you want to talk oh, about? Oh, no, or? there's 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 more to come. I want to hear the other conspiracies. <laughs> right. No, okay. Actually, we're going to take our first break, and then uh, we're going to be right back, and Scott's going to tell us all about downtown Chico. So stay tuned to Business Buzz. We'll be right back. Bob the Drop here. The other day I had a close encounter with my friends from Mars. I visited them a few years back and they discovered the great taste of Mount Shasta spring water. Well, I guess they ran out, so they came back to Earth to get some more. I reminded them it comes from a protected spring at the base of Mount Shasta and it's bottled at the source. I guess they just didn't get the part about us delivering right to your door. Have your own close encounter by calling 1-800-922-6227 to get some of the best tasting water in the galaxy. Pure and simple, naturally the best. Mount Shasta spring water. Welcome back to Business Buzz. I'm Harold Littlejohn, CPA, talking with Scott Hubbard of the Hubbard Family Dynasty. And the, one of their latest ventures, we're talking about the old dry goods store, two doors down from Trace Hombres. Yep. It, and it used to be Ellis Art. And what happened to Ellis? Did they just retire? Ellis, Ellis just moved. He has a he has a fantastic little fantastic little shop on Esplanade, you know, where he owns the whole kit and caboodle. Oh, okay. I, uh, been in there it's still it's still ellis it still has you know some of the still the best art supply store in chico so. oh okay so he's i didn't even know that he's still in business oh yeah ellis is ellis is never going away had he owned that building for 50 years or something 30 uh, ish 25 ish okay. yeah but anyway. so anyway you have a you have a full basement not full just a little okay here's the fun thing because liz asked me about this too because someone asked her you hear the theory or the rumors about the Chinese tunnels right. underground. Now, we have a basement, and the basement has I t- right now just I'm just going to ruin the spoiler alert, no tunnels. But what we do have are uh, sections 
where it looks like things have been filled in. Uh-huh. <laughs> heading towards the um heading towards the uh uh Broadway. So right, we're like towards the street. Towards the street. And so what you know you say, how does it look like it's filled in? Well, you got a brick wall behind you, a brick wall to the left, a brick wall to the right, and then forward you just have a dirt wall that looks like it's been someone filled it in to conceal something. Because you could see bricks on the other side of the wall, like maybe a passageway. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I looked at this the first time, and I thought to myself, oh, man, there's absolutely something back there. But I haven't dug it up, and I'm afraid to dig it up uh, primarily because I don't want a wall collapsing. Right. Or a roof you don't want a structure problem. Yeah, right. because let's let's look what happened. It, that actually happened in Chico in front of one of the delis. Who, right. Oh, yeah, the, the yeah, that Tona's, wasn't yeah, it? The yeah, sidewalk, the brick wall underneath it collapsed, the sidewalk collapsed, right. and, you know, that's an expensive fix. Right. And so, no, I'm not eager to go and start excavating 120-year-old dirt to find out if there was actually a Chinese tunnel. But the flip side of it is also we own the Chinese goods store that used to be there for 50 years, from like 1860 to 1940. Yeah, but was it owned by Chinese? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, you oh, know, good. if I mean, there's going to be that. a tunnel, it's yeah. going to be gonna in be, our basement. That's going to that's gonna basically be the headquarters. <laughs> you know, and so now I, you know, I'm kind of curious. Now, there is there are articles in the old news and reviews that did talk about the tunnel. So yeah, there must be a is, local. How much of that is racism? No, no. They're, know, the no, Chinese I'm saying, are digging tunnels. They have secret no, opium. You know, it no, happened. Ancient Chinese secrets. I, you know, you, no, conspiracy theorists. I'm talking always. about there's probably some local old guy that does these historical, you know, he studies it. I know it. all the local lo- old guys. And frankly, I think Liz <laughs> I, I is am probably. A lo- I am a local old guy. <laughs> yeah, you and me both, pal. 50, remember? Yeah. And so we're yeah. going to, uh, we, um. So anyway, you're trying to rent it out? Is that the idea? Yes and no. We have a number of people that have approached us for restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, and we might like to open a restaurant there ourselves. But before we do anything, we're going to have to get plans and get it structurally, you know, make sure everything's structurally sound. Right. And uh, then, you know, because that's the first thing that the planning commission is going to ask us. You got, is it structurally sound? great prove it right so we got to get that proof but once right. we get that in the in the barrel you know we're good to go we can what, put anything there. what's the roof situation is it a flat top oh i, I had to ask because i my dad's office had a flat top and it always had some kind of problem i'm going to say no okay <laughs> that's wishful thinking <laughs> all right let's uh, i think a new roof was put on within the last <clears throat> Excuse me, 12 years. Oh, okay, that's not so, bad. So, you know, that's yep. not bad. And I will also say that, uh, you know, notwithstanding all the quirkiness of this building, roof problems have not come up. Okay. You know, you oh, can talk good. about the potential for Chinese tunnels underneath. You can talk from the 1860s, you can talk, or 70s. You can talk about a fire that uh, burned the brick in the 1950s. I haven't heard anyone say, boy, that roof looks like it's going to collapse. Right. And so. No, I was just wondering of, about, you know, leaks and repairs. Yeah, that's no, all. that's, that's, 
I don't know about that. Speaking but. of the 1860s, I did tell you that that big white house in Yuba City is my great great grandfather's the house. The one next to Winko? Yes. The no. Little, the Little John house. Oh, I love that house. Have you ever been inside? No, not even a little. So the my parents, uh, my son used to play tennis, so we had a tournament in Yuba City. My parents came up on a Friday to meet us there, and we all visited the house that was a like a Sutter County Chamber of Commerce or something. Oh, that house. Upstairs is- was offices, but downstairs was like a mini- Bidwell Mansion. It had pictures of my great-great-grandfather and his wife. And the interesting thing is, when my dad was about six years old in the early 30s, he visited his great-grandmother still alive in that house. Oh, my goodness. So anyway, the people who worked there were like, oh, we got little Johns here. And anyway, it was pretty cool. You know, speaking of Miller Mansion, you heard about Wayne Cook passing. Did he pass away? I knew he was really sick. I didn't hear he died. It was. Sorry to hear that. He, That's a Chico legend. Yeah, he's done a lot. You know, I've, I've, I've re, we've rebuilt one house. He did what twenty? Yeah, plus the language houses. Oh right? yeah, I yeah. mean that man. That man has done more for preserving. That man did more for preserving Chico's heritage than than anybody. Any, than anyone. Is someone in his family going to take that, pick that up, and run with it? He has two daughters. I went to school with. I mean, I'm just wondering if they have the same inkling to. Try to preserve things. You know what? I don't know, and I would not presume because I have three children, and not one of them are is interested, interested in anything are interested you in do. My hobbies. <laughs> so you know, she might love her father. They might love their father deeply, but this just isn't their cup of tea. And right. That's okay. Yeah. You never know. You know, you never know. There might. But it might would be a shame, like you say, if he had never been around to do all that. Someone will step up to the plate. Yeah. You know, someone, yeah. there will be other people. Josh Josh and I are around. I don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon. So we can start fixing up. Josh is Scott's brother, by yeah, the way. Yeah, he's the, he's the financial genius behind the outfit. He's, he's the brains of the outfit. Oh, he is. You know, I, I joke and tell people he's daily operations. I'm extraordinary events. If the, <laughs> if the bathroom at the station isn't clean, that's a Josh problem. If the bathroom at the station isn't clean because there's a dead body, that's, you know, that's, that's Scott's Scott issue. <laughs> and that's not, you know, it, it happens. It's anytime you're open to the public, something weird is just going to happen, and then you have to deal with it. You know, it was like the Greyhound bus shooting. That yeah. Was, that was at our, that yeah, was, the that bus was, a, was at our station. So like, How the heck did that happen? Was that a passenger oh, on the bus did it? Yeah. He oh, was, right. from what I heard, uh, he was... He was what? talking to himself and pulling a gun for 45 minutes. Oh, that's oh, yeah. bad. And yeah. so when they got to the, he, he was, you know, again, all rumors that I heard, he was on the phone telling his father that these white people are going to lynch me or something to that effect. Right. So I'm not entirely certain he was in the right, I'm pretty sure he wasn't in the, the right frame of mind when right. it happened. But I got the call to go down 20 minutes after the shooting. Jeez. Yeah, just to get what I could off of our security system for for law enforcement. I right, was, I was happy to do it. And wow, holy cow! Holy yep, never, a, never a dull moment in Orville, right? Well, any place, you know. It, well, they like, had a shooting at this local gas station. I won't mention it. Yeah, about six months ago. Oh, we had back when we owned the Chico Arco next on Twentieth Street. We had a guy show up at our place with an AK assault rifle. Wow, you know, which. Thanks to the United States Supreme Court, we might be seeing more of. 
which, you know, you, I'm surprised you have not devoted a segment of yours. You have a <laughs> law degree. Talk about the Supreme Court ruling. I have been. Uh, you haven't been listening lately. It happened a week ago. You. This is our... <laughs> Come on. I'm not the smartest man in the world, but even I can add seven or subtract seven, as the case may be. Okay. Well, now we're coming up on that second break. So now we're gonna now it's gonna get interesting. So stay tuned to Business Buzz where Scott and I are gonna have a debate all about gun control. <laughs> stay tuned, we'll be right back. <laughs> and the- are riding high and they have stuff and they're making the money they think they deserve you think it's okay as long as that's going on you feel okay but you take some of that away you lose your job you don't have what you once had you had to scale down you have to be different and now you are insecure david hawking reminds us where true security is this week on hope for today tune in for hope for today weekdays at 8 a.m here on kkxx From the Pacific Justice Institute, this is The Legal Edge. Defending your rights as a Christian, a parent, and a citizen. Here's Brad Vegas. After the Oregon governor issued a vaccination mandate, Christian nursing students at Umpka Community College found their tract in graduation threatened if they refused to be vaccinated. The students were to either get vaccinated, leave the nursing program, or be expelled and blackballed from attending any nursing program in Oregon, along with forfeiting money used on tuition. Well, PGI's Oregon staff attorney, Ray Hackey, wrote a letter to the college threatening a lawsuit, and the school backed down. As a result, the nursing students were able to graduate. PJI provides legal representation without charge. Get exclusive email updates by registering for The Legal Insider at pji.org. The only radio station I listen to, I really don't have any desire to listen to anything else. Keeps my thoughts on good things, especially with all the garbage that's out there in the world. The positive attitude that it has. Face it, a lot of things are vying for your time, your mind, and your heart. But we as a radio station have a major role in keeping people's minds focused on the important, eternal things. That's why more people listen than ever, and why more people like you are giving to the station. And for that, we want to say thanks. It's really spiritually filled me when I needed it. Tell your friends about Life Radio, KKXX, AM and FM. Welcome back to Business Buzz. I'm Harold Littlejohn, CPA, sitting here with Mr. Scott Hubbard, local businessman. Uh, Not even that local. He's all over NorCal now. We've been debating Supreme Court rulings, but I'm not going to get into that right now. It's it's an endless circle. I don't want to do it. Because who wants to hear what the legal guy with the law degree has to say about Supreme Court opinions, Harold? (laughs) I'm not the only one who got his law degree here, Harold. Oh, yeah. You know, what's your opinion of it, Harold? 
like anybody cares. Yeah, I know. That and a quarter will get you a cup of coffee. No one cares. If you, you know, that's that's the thing is everyone's mind has been pretty well made up. And yeah. So they've it's, all got their feelings. It's not going to change. Um, I, you know, I think that. It is okay. Fine, I'll talk it in the microphone. Speak into the microphone. It is what please. it is, and it's going to be this way for the foreseeable future. It's been a divis- divi- divisive subject: uh, guns and abortions. So, what's new? It's I, you always going to be. Part of me thinks that this is going to be the high water mark of the conservative movement. This, this, everything we're seeing here is the high water mark because this is the. You point. don't think it's only the beginning? No, because you know. If you read the polls, uh, 70% of Americans want some type of lawful abortion. They want, what was the phrase Bill Clinton used? Uh, legal, safe, and rare, which is what most people want. And, you know, I just, you can't, well, govern, you yeah. can't govern a country by cheesing off 70% of the population. Well, you can read the polls and you can believe the polls. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it, it varies from state to state, obviously. Right. But, you know, it's, it's the Supreme Court's decision, for me, is less about the issue of abortion, although I thought it was a pretty rotten thing to do, uh, as we were talking during the break, because three of the justices said that the law was settled and right. there is no reason. But that doesn't mean they can't overturn oh, they have, they, it with the right case. They're Supreme case. Court justices. They could do whatever they want. The flip side of it also is when you declare under the penalty of perjury uh, that it's settled land, uh, law and you have no intent on changing it, Congress can do whatever it wants to, but it's going to take, you know, yeah. 60 votes for impeachment. But that's, you know, setting yeah. all of that aside, setting the heated aspect of the abortion issue aside, what made abortion such a hot-button topic legally is what it was based on, and that was a privacy right. Now, if you recall... Roe v. Wade was based on a prior decision called Griswold. Griswold said you didn't have, the, even though there's no specific mention of a right to privacy in the Constitution, you cannot have all of these rights unless you have an underlying right of privacy. It's the right that is the fundamental right in the Constitution. You can't have freedom to associate who you want to associate with unless you have an expectation of privacy. You can't have unlawful search and seizure unless you have the expected right of privacy. So how does this fit in with the uh, vaccine mandates? Well, you don't have a right to privacy to vaccines, but what you do have is the right to contraceptive contraception. You have the right to gay marriage. You have the right to uh, basically be a homosexual. All of those are now on the table because the same underlying principle that was applied in Griswold is now can, uh, or excuse me, that was applied in Griswold and overturned by this recent decision, they can be overturned also. So you as a a former practicing attorney, I never was. Got to throw in the former. Sorry, I don't want to do any false advertising. (laughs) Uh, So you as a former practicing attorney, where does the federal jurisdiction come with an abortion case especially one whose roe has come out and said she was told what to say and she didn't even believe it you know have you read that no but i also know that the practice of law would be fantastic if it wasn't for the clients (laughs) (laughs) no i'm just saying 
just as a general rule, because I never passed the bar, I tried, but I didn't study enough. He didn't try that hard, guys. <laughs> I, I harped on him yeah. for years I know, to actually w- sit down and study, but it was right during tax season. <laughs> and, you know, he's had A CPA who needs his tax season know, money right? every year can't take the summer off like Scott did. Yeah, Anyways, twice. yeah. Let's, let's be honest yeah. here. Right, twice. twice. Okay. <laughs> so I just want to know, where is the federal jurisdiction over abortion in the first place? It originated as a federal question. So what happened was it was a question of the Constitution and federal law, so the federal oh, courts so naturally. It, but here's the, here's the deal. Uh, now that you no longer have a federal right of privacy or potentially don't have a federal right of privacy. But you still have the 10, you have, still have the Bill of Rights. You still have their Bill of Searches Rights. Searches and seizures and all that. expressly stated in it. Right. Um, are there any other constitutional provisions that could offer a federal question to put it in front of the Supreme Court. And I think that there might be, and that's what people are talking about, equal protection. Because even though if you're treating one citizen in one state differently than another citizen in another state, well, now all of a sudden there's equal protection under the Constitution and you're losing that. Now, wait a second. What about the whole 10th Amendment thing where if states it's not— rights. Yeah, if it's not— if it's not in the Constitution, it's what up about to the, the states East, What and about the, the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus, too? Because those don't also don't No, exist. no, I'm just saying, <laughs> I mean, it, in my opinion, if you, you read the Bill of Rights, you see that the rights that really matter go one through eight or whatever. <laughs> but it says in the Tenth Amendment, I can't remember all the it rights verbatim. Reserved, all the rights not expressly enumerated in these. Are reserved to the states, states and the people. Yep. I, okay. Where is there a problem with that? If it's, your local legislature that you vote for in Sacramento you know is pro-abortion, well, that the federal courts and the federal government have a pretty liberal interpretation of the Commerce Clause. Well, yeah, but that was not the in founders' intention. <laughs> yeah, well. Anyway, I'm not. Well, sure I'm the not going to. Founders get... intended the Second Amendment to cover high magazine <laughs> arms. <laughs> yeah, they knew the... arms would change over the years. You know what? That's actually, can you buy a tank under the Second Amendment? I believe you can. I, I believe you can anything too. that you, can you, anything the military has, I believe you can have. Can, you, can we get a nuke? Can, can we get I, a nuke? I shouldn't say that in case no, there's a dirty bomb tomorrow. That is actually a really good point. I keep thinking to myself, a well-regulated militia necessary for the blah, 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 blah. You know, citizens for a well-regulated militia, I need a nuke. You know, <laughs> I need a tank. I need a battleship. Let's start, you know. Now, you do remember that this whole thing started when the British tried to take away all the guns. Do you remember that? Oh, I am going to throw things at you <laughs> if you think that's the whole reason that the that the hey, I'm sorry, I'm should start it. I'm a red I'm I a am, red-blooded patriot. <laughs> okay, this is the sound of me crinkling up a paper to throw at him. So, folks, he's been warned. No, actually, funny thing about the British, you know that actually the Third Amendment is the only amendment that doesn't have any case law behind it. And which one is that? I'm asking you. You're, I, I do you don't remember what the third I don't one? remember the third. No one remembers the third. It is like the unsung hero. It's the amendment that precludes Oh the soldiering quartering, quartering soldiers, soldiers. <laughs> during during peacetime. Yep. It's oh, well 
period, full stop. Anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. And so that apparently that was a really big problem in right. the seventeen. Yeah, they were sending soldiers into your house. Yep, and yeah. saying we're gonna we're gonna stick around. That's, we're gonna we're gonna stay in your daughter's room. Yep, that's that's <laughs> boy, oh boy. You know, Sorry, I had to ruin it. <laughs> I was gonna say, man, you know not to play that game with me. I will is you go low, I'll go lower. I I guarantee it. And this is a Christian well, radio. That, that's interesting because I did read the Bill of Rights a month or two ago on Business Buzz, and I do remember now that third part, but I didn't remember that it was separate. Yeah. So so what other conspiracy theories have you been laying on your audience while I've been busy working? Well, my audience is one of the uh, – I'm going to get to that as soon as this next break is over, which is coming up very shortly, because I'm going to remind my audience that I told them about something probably before anybody else told them, and I'm going to remind them of that because that something is back. So I'll be right back on Business Buzz with Scott Hubbard. Stay tuned. What's your starting point? This is Ken Ham on a mission to call the church back to God's Word and the Gospel. This week we're studying the ASK method for discerning truth from error. Yesterday we looked at the letter A. Does the person making the claim have authority to do so? Today we're looking at the S in ASK, starting points. You see, there's ultimately only two starting points for our thinking, God's Word or man's Word. So we need to discern whether a claim reflects God's wisdom or the world's. It's popular to think that facts speak for themselves, but they don't. They must be interpreted. And that's why your starting point matters so much. That starting point will determine whether someone uses the Bible or human reason to interpret evidence. Get answers to your questions about science and the Bible when you visit us at AnswersRadio.com. Find resources to equip the entire family to think biblically at AnswersRadio.com. Business owners and entrepreneurs, would you like to have $50,000 in corporate credit? How about getting your credit score over 750? For over 40 years, Ray Reynolds has helped customers get millions in credit. By using corporate credit, you can finance a business, buy real estate and stock under a corporation. Take advantage of numerous tax write-offs only available to a corporation. Go to RaysWebinar.com now to book a free webinar and get over 50K in corporate credit and get your credit score up to 750. When you attend, ask Ray about the $1,000 cash credit within days. Go to RaysWebinar.com. That's RaysWebinar.com. A veteran's hope. Where are you hiding? I search for you in the seconds, the minutes of each and every day. Hear me as I call out to you. Welcome me home. Alone we stood, divided we fell. No longer. Now we choose to make the connection. Our new mission lies within. Visit maketheconnection.net to learn more. One nation under God with liberty and justice for all. Fellow Americans united, we can grow strong to protect the blessings of liberty for ourselves, our children, grandchildren, and their children. Let us read and understand the life, freedom, and property protecting principles of the Constitution and embrace the godly wisdom our founding fathers instilled in our one nation under God. America, bless God.
Welcome back to Business Buzz. I'm Harold Littlejohn, CPA, on a fine Chico summer afternoon. I'm glad you have a little bit of your busy day to spend time with us. Uh, Scott Hubbard and I are discussing lots of interesting topics, but before the break, I did promise you I would remind you of something that, as a Business Buzz listener, you may recall that in when I started on Business Buzz, which is probably around 2018, I informed you that there was something to look into, and I didn't say it was true, but I said it's worth looking into, and it was called QAnon. <laughs> Here comes the lots of paper. <laughs> and I mentioned, I said, now, I'm not sure this is real, but it's very interesting, and I told my Business Buzz listeners like you to check it out. Well, the interesting thing is the last Q, they're called Q-drops, the last Q drop prior to four days ago was in, I believe, December of 2020. It was. And it was a video of the song, We're Not Gonna Take It, that was accompanied by pictures of like Trump boat parades and all that stuff. Was so that, that the parade that, yeah. where the boat sank? No, no. This, <laughs> this was, this was a, that's that uh, Twisted Sister song, We're Not Gonna Take It. So the previous. Q post before that final one was one word with an exclamation point. You know what that one was? Uh, I don't. Durham. So the the, like the second Durham, North Carolina. No, like like Durham, the special prosecutor. Ow. Yeah. So anyway, the the second to last Q post in December of 2020 was Durham. The last one was we're not going to take it with Twisted Sister song. And the other day, Q came alive again and said. Shall we play a game once more? And uh, or something along that's that. Lines. I believe the yeah. first Q post was "Shall we play a game?" <laughs> so uh, anyway, if you've been following Q at all, he's back, <clears throat> and uh, the place I go is I type in Q posts dot online, and you can read them all right there. Then there, there's probably ways to search them, but it's very interesting. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but I did tell you about Q probably before you heard it from anyone else. That's all I was getting to. I want some credit. Okay. Or blame. I either get credit or blame. Do you believe Q? I now believe Q with what Why? I... Why? What on earth? They call them Q proofs. What on earth? If you earth, look back, if you Q look... clearance. He's supposed to be this deep undercover if you, if CIA you go, operative If you Q go back clearance. to Q posts like exactly three years, exactly two years ago... They start matching exactly what's going on now. No, they don't. He's yeah. a con man. All right, all right. You're getting con. I never Carol. told. I never told anybody it's true. I just said it's interesting. It's not. You could have a monkey throwing darts at random words on a wall, and they would make as much sense right. as coupons. Th- this is why Scott and I oh, we're, f- we're friends. What? We're friends, but we just can't live together. What's wrong with you? You're a professional. You're a highly intelligent human being. Good Lord, man. Isn't it good to know that there's... Why there, do you do this to me in the last it's, segment? It's good It's good for me to know that there are intelligent people on both sides oh. of the aisle. Because Scott is a really smart guy. You think... The, I'm not going to try to convince oh. him. I just... I will say he's a smart guy. So anyway, now that we're done with that little oh. segment, 
I want to hear more about the venue and what is upcoming. Oh, you are so not changing the subject on that one. <laughs> all, you know, what about all, all the things Q said that didn't come true, that were like these vague They're statements going that, to come true. that never panned They're out. They're going to come true So in now. addition to being a deep, undercover CIA operative who's revealing this nonsense, and 100 bucks says the CIA knows exactly who this guy is, and he's not an undercover operative. Okay, I'm if not going to argue that. I'm not CIA arguing. I'm not arguing. Revealing conf confidential information, the CIA would have killed him. Remember, killed him. I'm doing my course in miracles uh, work right now. I forgive you for what you haven't done. Uh, All right, we're okay. The venue's and, fine. Okay. <laughs> now, when we're talking about this venue, we got to remind everyone it's the Rock and Brews yep. on Ex Exposition Boulevard. <clears throat> yep, and. Come and enjoy our spicy demon wings. You'll love them. And the Alice Cooper points and sandwich. And what's wrong with you? <laughs> Scott, Scott can't get over the fact that a guy almost as smart as him would believe in Q posts. You know, I, I want... I got to have some hope, Scott. Give me some hope. You know, honestly... And speak I, into the mic. Honestly, I... I get the desire to believe in Q, and I, I understand that. And no, yes, could he absolutely be real? He absolutely could be real. You know, the, he legit could be a serious player who's doing this. But the flip side of it is also he could also just be a crackpot or worse. It could be a con making people think, don't worry, the plan's in action. You don't have to do anything. Or worse, a foreign agent. You know, if, if I was Russia, and we know that Russia does things like this, if I was Russia and I really wanted to stir the pot, I would create a mythical figure, just start blasting the airways with pro-Q, material saying, oh my gosh, he's accurate. Oh my gosh, he predicts the future. Oh my gosh, he's so right. And we know that the trolls, the troll farms in Russia do this and have done this with other issues, putting one side against the other. If I was Russia, that is exactly I'm so what glad, I I'm so glad you brought that up the, because I wanted, troll farms? I wanted to discuss the purchase of Twitter. <sighs> oh God. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm now not, you, I'm not now, sure Scott, Elon Musk is the bastion of freedom that everyone assumes. You, but Scott, you do. are aware that it is illegal to put untruths knowingly in an SEC filing. Do you know that? It we, depends on how you define as untruth. Well, what's what's yeah. your example? How do you define is? Yeah, no, yeah. you, you can okay. puff. You can right. say, we are engaging in potential okay. purchasing, okay. blah, blah, blah. No, no. Blah, blah. Here's the thing. In their SEC filings, which, of course, a buyer would rely on, yep. they said that 5% or less of their accounts are bots. Yep. Well, they can't show the buyers that that's true. Yeah. They won't show him. How do you, how do you prove a double negative? No. I mean, they, they know. They're not, Somebody they're knows. They're bots. You know, how okay, do you prove uh, yeah, that okay. those aren't bots? But don't talk about Russia splitting up our country because oh, Twitter's I, been doing it for oh, I hate 10 Twitter. years. You know, that's the one thing you and I burn Twitter to the okay, ground. Okay, good. All right. Facebook okay. to the ground. Okay. Instagram. Yeah. I don't even like a cell phone. 
<laughs> you know, it's you just, only have one because you have to, uh, my, because I you have to be notified when there's a dead yeah, body in the bathroom. When my the my wife makes me carry a cell phone around because she's well, yeah, because you have I'm kids gonna, and stuff. Yeah, no, she's afraid I'm gonna break a hip and die. Well, you know, and she wants to know where to collect the body, so I have to walk. <laughs> I thought you were. With, I thought you were gonna say where to collect the life insurance. No, 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 no. You need a body for that. You know, <laughs> or otherwise it takes five, ten years <laughs> right. to clear takes, someone legally. Takes way too way long. Way too long. You know, if you're and gonna, and with inflation the way it is, that million bucks won't mean a thing. <laughs> actually, the one good thing that it comes from is when I go running, and this is an old Chico thing. My house is close to old Honey Run. Right. Which people who grew up in Chico know there's the Honey Run on one side of the canyon, but there also used to be a road on the other side of the canyon. Oh, is and it paved? Yes. Oh. It's like a mile-long paved road. Do cars drive on it? <laughs> no one drives on it, uh, except for rattlesnakes, bears, mountain lions, coyotes. Right. You know, and you know, and when is there I, chalk on it like on the other Honey Run up near Paradise? No, there's oh, that's Highway 32, and no, no, when you when you come out oh, of the, the canyon, one. no, 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 private road. You gotta go through two gates to get to it. Oh wow! And so I take my dogs for run up there, and I know she has me carry this phone, and I could say this because she's already said. Well, my yeah, voice but there is, could be a mountain lion on that road. Yeah, right? I could be dead. Right. You know, and and it's one of those things that you know you do life 360 and figure out where you're. Your husband is, and if he hasn't moved from the same spot on Old Honey Run for the last four hours, you figure something's wrong. <laughs> yeah, so it'll take her four four hours to find me. Now, my other question I wanted to keep up with you on is because um, we talked about this the last time we were on here, or a couple times ago. Are you still helping homeless with your food and things? Or I do, you know. God help me. God help them. It's um, it's a little different now because they're not in as many locations. No. Um, I, I I wholeheartedly support Mayor Andrew Coolidge and the city council's efforts for the pallet shelters. I think Mayor Coolidge did not get enough credit for taking it for helping as many people as he has. And and the city council too. You know, it took a lot of work to get all those cats, especially their own constituents, lined up in a row to to march march to to that parade. But the flip side of it is also not every homeless person is going to be able to cut it in the pallet shelters. Right. There are a lot of them. You, you don't wind up homeless. You can wind up homeless for economic reasons, but there are other reasons too. Substance abuse, mental health issues being two of them. Right. And so in those instances, they just aren't going to be able, for one reason or the other, to handle the pallet. Maybe they don't want to go to the pallet shelters. Right. And so... I like to be a viable alternative to that, where I will, I, I know where those people are, and I do what I can to keep those people fed. But the pallet shelters themselves, you know, hand to God, I think Andrew Coolidge, I can't speak hi- highly enough of him and what he accomplished for that. Wow, that's you know, good. He, he did some really, some really... Now, do they have enough people qualified that will fill the pallet shelters up? Is that the thing? Yeah, actually, that's the problem is according to the class action or according to the consent decree, they can double up in the shelters. That's going to cause some problems because not every homeless person is likes people in their personal space. Right. You know, when you have when you have very little theft becomes much more important and you don't want someone you don't know right sleeping, sleeping with a, in a in right. a shelter with you 
And so when things start doubling up, that's when there are going to be problems. Wow. But as I've said before, what the city really needs more than anything else in the world is more apartments, more condos, more townhouses, more multi-unit family dwellings. And if I was on the city council, that's the first thing I would say. I said, all other business stops. You do as many of these applications as you can because we desperately need more housing. And we're not alone in that. California has been neglecting building housing for decades. It's not going to be solved overnight. Right. So, And that is one thing when, they, when a lot of people talk about it's different this time, and they say, no, it's not different this time. But if the housing market, we're worried about it with the interest rates, we also have the problem of the supply is not high like it used to be yeah. in 08. Yeah. In my opinion. They're jacking up the interest rates and houses are still selling like hotcakes. Right. You they know? had the prices really haven't gone down much at all yet. And that's you know, I really wish we had talked about this today because inflation scares the snot well, out of me. You're gonna be back on and we'll talk about this stuff next time. Yeah, because you can't this isn't an overheating economy. This is a lack of supply. Two entirely different things. And I'm not sure that fixing an overheating the same fix for an overheating economy will apply to an economy that has insufficient goods to support the population. So we'll leave we'll leave this episode because you will be back. Don't threaten me. <laughs> Is that a threat or a promise? Well, it depends. Are we going to talk about QAnon some more? Next time <laughs> Probably there may be some more drops to talk there. about. <laughs> so, no, no, no. My, no my, my main question to leave everyone with is if – Printing money fixed everything. Why haven't we fixed everything? Are you really going to end it on that note? That is such and a is it crappy any, thing is, to say. Is it any surprise that we have runaway inflation with $9 trillion added in the last two years? Oh, you're just, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm getting, See, this, I'm getting a stapler this leave, this leaves <laughs> This leaves our listeners, both of them, <laughs> in a Hi, real Mom. quandary. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for listening to Business Buzz. I had a great time talking with Scott Hubbard. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm Harold Littlejohn, CPA. I'll see you on Business Buzz next time. KXX Paradise K280GL Chico and K283AR Chico Yuba City Marysville Breaking news this hour from townhall.com I'm Bob Agnew in Washington 
A witness at House hearings on January 6th says former President Trump demanded to join last year's march on the Capitol himself and fought with staffers when they resisted the idea, knowing it could be dangerous. Testifying was Trump White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson. As an American, I was disgusted. It was unpatriotic. It was un-American. We were watching the Capitol building get defaced over a lie. Meanwhile, former President Trump says House Democrats and his detractors are wasting time with false claims that have fueled the investigation. As you have seen, the vile group of unhinged partisans and craven lunatics on the unselect committee are pushing a fake and fabricated narrative based on doctored video lies and testimony that is totally uncontested by cross-examination. The, the former president spoke over the weekend at a Save America rally in Menden, Illinois. At least 50 people have died after being trapped in a semi-trailer on a remote back road near San Antonio. Norman Hall reports there's a long history of similar tragedy. Ten migrants died in 2017 after being trapped inside a truck that was parked at a Walmart in San Antonio. In 2003, 19 migrants were found in the sweltering truck southeast of San Antonio. Big rigs emerged as a popular smuggling method in the early 1990s amid a surge in U.S. border enforcement in San Diego and El Paso, which were then the busiest corridors for illegal crossings. Heat poses a serious danger, particularly when temperatures can rise severely inside vehicles. Weather in the San Antonio area was mostly cloudy Monday, but temperatures approached 100 degrees. I'm Norman Hall. More of these stories at townhall.com. Relief factor, pain relief. It's natural pain relief that works and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Spectators wonder what gifts President Biden will bring when he pays a visit to the Middle East next month. We get the latest from the Media Line's Felice Friedson. Middle East watchers are speculating over a list of diplomatic gifts President Biden is expected to leave behind when he departs from Israel and the region next month. And not all of it is expected to please his hosts. The president will be focusing on moving the logjam that has prevented any movement toward peace between Israel and the Palestinians. Word is that the PLO headquarters in Washington and the American consulate in Jerusalem are expected to top the list of largesse. The president would like to see countries besides the UAE, Bahrain, Morocco, and Sudan joined by other Gulf states in the apparently richly rewarding normalization of relations with Israel. I'm Felice Friedson, Town Hall News, Jerusalem. More details at uh, medialine.org and townhall.com. 